You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. She is a total babe. She is. Oh, thank God. She's I... very professional and very, very nice. It's Susan Boyle's world and we're all just living in it. Hi everybody, welcome to I Can Sing, episode two. Uh, it's been a big week in gay. I think the biggest thing that's happened to gay people this week is probably that I went to see Madonna in Stockholm. Uh, you know, big gay news. Uh, she's the queen of pop. I do have notes, but I don't think she's wanting to hear them and the world doesn't need to hear them either. So let's just talk about Mamma Mia instead, the second gayest thing happening right now. Um, last week, I did not give a little disclaimer, which was... This is entirely unofficial. I'm sure that will shock everybody, given the production values of me being sat in a car while we record this. But this is not endorsed by Mamma Mia or Benny and Bjorn or ITV or anybody. Um, and I don't have the money for the Benny and Bjorn lawsuit. So don't tell them. Just just, just leave it be. Leave it be. Before we talk about all things ABBA and musical theatre and the ITV TV show, I have to obviously introduce my guest this week. So... Comedian, writer, actor, TikTok sensation. I would say arguably the most famous backing singer the world has ever seen. Uh, everybody welcome Chris Hall. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, what an intro. Oh my goodness, thank you. I'm sure there's a more famous backing singer than me, but... <laughs> Who? Who right now is making waves in backing singing like you are? <laughs> well, historically there must be someone. <laughs> Okay, sure. Like other people have maybe stepped forward, but right now, yeah. in terms of pretend backing singing, you're running the game. So, I think own that, own Thank your you. light. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're here to talk to me about Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream, which oh means God, we yes. need to establish your relationship with musical theatre and your relationship with reality TV. Musical theatre. You're you're a stage performer, right? So yes, yeah, tra- trained in musical theatre. What is, when did that all start? Where did you go? What have you been in? Talk to me about it. <laughs> um, uh, well, I started dancing when I was maybe about three or four um, and then uh, stopped for a little bit, took it more seriously when I was about 14. Um, and then I went to Lane Theatre Arts when I was at, uh, 18. Um, okay. Graduated in, thank you, graduated in uh, 2012. Um which is a very long time ago now, uh, and um, have had some really fun um, 
experiences. Uh, I went to, I've done uh, a bunch of pantos and I'll choreograph a um, panto company that I've worked for for like uh, 10 years now. Um, a few, couple of cruise ships, a couple of like tours of like a little, little shows around the country. Um, I've been in Mamma Mia on Royal Caribbean, which uh, was one of the best things I've ever done. And I've done um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was super fun. Um, and then Amazing. recently a bit more choreography. So I, I choreographed, yeah, for Panto and um, for a cruise ship. And I choreographed uh, Jane McDonald's, her backing singers. And and um, Jane McDonald's like TV, last TV show that she sang on Jane and Friends and not, not on the, the holidays. So I don't get taken on them. Um, and then all her like tours and her Christmas arena over the last couple of years. So, yeah. Shut up. Oh my god, I've got so many questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? I'm gonna go Jane first. So you're mm-hmm. choreographing Jane's backing singers and dancers. Yeah, she's, dancers. Yeah. She's got three um like ba- three singer dancers um that she goes on tour with and everything. So I choreograph them and then I give Jane um a bit of choreo, but she has much more to think about that she you know she's got those big songs to sing, so she doesn't need much choreography. She's got Shirley Bassey songs to cover. Like she's busy. Exactly. Like, we don't need to be clouding her brain. Is that where is that where your TikTok thing of doing backing singers is that where that comes from? Um. So so yes and no. Um. I literally. I mean, I have so much fun with um with the girls. And then the the first background singer video came. Me and my little sister were redoing. She my little sister moved in with me, and we were like painting a bedroom, and it was about one a.m. And we were listening to Moona, and it had uh, "Stay Away." The song has that weird background bit in it that goes like stay away stay stay yeah, yeah um and i just thought like it just came at literally about half one in the morning when we were like probably high on paint fumes you know painting the room <laughs> um and i was like oh that'd be really funny like if we were like the background you know if that was actually sung by someone you know live and i was like oh let's do it so we literally just choreographed it and you know recorded it at whatever time in the morning there's like a half painted wall um <laughs> so it just came from there but then since then obviously now we have to be now we have to be churning them out and i um i uh, i do uh i'm prepared as you might say with all my like background singer you know hands yeah, and stuff because that's what i give all the girls uh, for jay mcdonald yeah oh my god i love that um is jay mcdonald a total babe if, you sh- if she's she not a, i don't want to hear it she is a total babe she is <laughs> oh thank god she's very professional and very very nice i believe that i um she's someone that you will you like will to be nice do you know what i mean like i i couldn't i couldn't live in a world where jane mcdonald wasn't nice you know no no that would (laughs) Would be that that would be the end of days and then okay let's talk about musical theater what are your what are your favorite shows what what have you seen what's good oh um i'm the biggest six super fan oh yeah i absolutely adore it i've seen it i think i've seen it five times it might be four but it might be five um i think it's just i think it's just the best thing ever um and uh, i love legally blonde i think that is a perfect musical Mm -hmm. see that i think it's perfect and every, every every like kind of not every jukebox but every film that gets made into a musical and every every contemporary poppy musical, I always compare to Legally Blonde because I think Legally Blonde is the best. Like story, delivery, memorable songs, um, 
you know exactly who the, the goodies and the baddies are. Mm. Um, and I always compare um, shows to Legally Blonde. So I'm always like, well, it was good, but like compared to Legally Blonde, you know, it's this, this, this. Or I'll be like, oh, it's good. It's as good as Legally Blonde. <laughs> I like the idea that like you're at like the globe or something being like listen Shakespeare's done his thing but like it's not legally blonde is it you know so, yeah see the heroine the heroine didn't have the likability of Elle Woods <laughs> the problem I have with legally blonde is you know that YouTube video and it's like um Amdram performances have you seen this like Courtney take your break yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, slightly yeah. ruined legally blonde because now whenever I hear a legally blonde song or whatever I just think about like Courtney take your break and it's clouded 100%. my memory of seeing Sheridan Smith play that role you know great show though oh yeah Sorry. wasn't she fab oh wasn't she I love Sheridan Smith what a camp icon and then I love fame mm. I think that's fame's amazing I'm trying to think of like a serious one that I uh, like but I don't like know. any serious ones so don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah just the fun ones um but yeah no big musical big musical fan um did you used to watch those BBC shows with Angela Webber trying to find a Dorothy or a Nancy or whatever. One thousand <laughs> percent. Are you joking? Did I used to watch them? Oh, My favourites no, never won, never. but that's fine. They never win. Um, but no, no disrespect no, no, to the no. winners, but my favourites never won. But no, absolutely loved them. And particularly, I think it was Nancy and Dorothy was when I was at college. So like we were quite like we were like in it um in 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 my musical moment and um yeah it was definitely Dorothy and I think Nancy I think Dorothy's the Dorothy is the the pinnacle of those shows for me I think that that was where it really peaked uh -huh. like just every it brought together all the all the great elements and then amped them up in a ridiculous way and I loved it yeah because I think with like Maria we weren't expect, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And then like that, when they did so long, farewell, I think we were like, what is going on? <laughs> Whereas by Dorothy, we were like, oh my God, how are they yeah, gonna, like, how are they gonna- Kick her off into the moon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas we were like ready for it. We're like, yeah. Oh my God, I just loved, I just loved how dramatic um, the end of Nancy was. The end of Nancy, as long as hey, nay, nay, nay <laughs> at the top of the stairs was incredible. Yeah, was. And Rachel Tucker, I really absolute was star. that your winner? Absolute star. She was my winner, mm. but she came fourth. But then you know, obviously Broadway. She's fine. But she's, she's absolutely, absolutely fine. fine. I was actually um, Team Jodie to be honest. She's the only winner who I was backing. She was a fab winner. Fab winner. And she's a real hun yeah, she's a, yeah. i've 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 always responded that to that even at a younger age and yeah she was my hun on reflection though like jesse buckley was on that show what is what in what world am i not backing her like but i wasn't i know but there was something so like Je there was there was something so warm and so 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 likable about jesse yeah there was lovable there was. about jesse and then jesse's obviously in like she's a superstar but like in that moment, Jodie, Jodie yeah. had that, Jodie had us by the heartstrings. And then like with the Dorothys, I was less, I, I kind of loved all of them. I didn't, I wasn't as loyal to any one person in the Dorothys from what I can remember. I had Jessica on last week, so I should say Jessica because she's fabulous. But <laughs> yeah, she she's was fab. Really cool. I love her. I loved her because she's from Middlesbrough, yeah. isn't she? That's where my mum's from. So I am. Um... Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I, I liked her. But I liked Lauren Samuels. Okay, yeah, I see that. I thought her voice was... Um, I thought her voice was next level. Um, but then I feel like with Danielle, you were like, oh, she's going to win. She was the most Dorothy of the Dorothy. Yeah, you're just like, oh, that's who they're going to yeah. win. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna try and steer us into voting. Yeah, because it isn't the rumor that. Actually, uh-huh. I won't say that's a bit mean. Um, so, tell me and just cut it. Just tell me and then edit it out. Well, no, I was just all I was going to say was, isn't the rumor that um, they didn't? Angela Weber didn't want Jodie to win Nancy, and then was really angry when she did. But like, that's the problem with giving it to the public, right? right? Yeah. Because I think they were really, amp- they were really yeah. wanted Jesse or yeah. Sam Bart. Which I mean makes sense, but uh... but then, but then, but I th- also I remember watching it at the time and being like, I think Jodie's the the right pick. But yeah, it was the pub. I feel I I I, def- I think that was definitely the vibe. And then, but then I think Connie and Lee Mead and Danielle they were like, the ones. They were all like, yeah. tick. Thanks for voting. For that <laughs> Hello, we've handpicked these people. Thanks for voting for them. Bye. <laughs> it was very that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shall we talk about Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream? How are you finding it? We're on episode two. Um, I do miss the original, the old format. Mm. Like, I do miss the kind of live, like, the more live aspect of it. Um, but I do, but I am enjoying the fact that it's in, um, you know, in on location. Um, I love the judges. I think it's one of the best judging yeah. panels, I've, like, I've seen in a long time. Sandbox, I feel, is taking it really seriously. I love that Sandbox is taking it like, she's just like, and actually they all are taking it seriously because I think even Alan Carr is, but I just love that like Jessie Ware, just like, I think she's just having the best time. She just keeps like jamming along to everyone. And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, she's fab. And like that. And then I think Samantha Box is like, does she have the potential? Does she have the voice to sustain eight shows a week? And Jessie's like, who cares? She sang a great song. Free, yeah. Well. <laughs> yes, it's so that it's so that I feel like it's divide it's divided. Like Sam and Amber are giving them like rigorous coaching and like thinking about like oh well your voice is amazing yeah. but you're not hitting the I can't I don't know anything about vocals so like you're not hitting some part of your voice or whatever. And then Alan and Jesse are just yeah. on the side like maybe having a glass of red, just like yeah, listening to what's your pleasure, having a vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I feel they're just like great. This is bad. Yeah, it's true. Um, but no, and they just, yeah, but I think they're such a great, I think they've got great chemistry, the judges, and I just love actually all of them. So it's just like, because sometimes I'm like, oh, with the judging panel, but no, yeah. love them. I do too. I think it's a really strong, strong judging panel. I do find it a bit weird that there's the judging panel and yeah. then there's like Judy and those those two men. Yeah, the remember. fact that the Mamma Mia creators are like on a side table, or like Judy Kramer, and then like, okay, so they're maybe probably making the actual decision. But because um, when they're when they're doing the deliberation tonight and then like Judy Kramer, like walked up to the judging desk and she was like, yeah, actually, can I just can I just quickly check that we're not going to kick out the one we want? <laughs> can I before you before you say anything? Can I just give my interjection? It's <laughs> yes, very that she is very sort of like, no, yeah, you make choices, but like make the right ones or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She seems very, yeah. uh, a very powerful lady. Um, so this week they opened with a group performance, Dancing Queen, in the middle of the cafe. Mm-hmm. My immediate takeaway yeah. was how massively annoying that must be for the patrons of that cafe. <laughs> that poor cafe, just to have 14 
14 singers and then they have about 10 dancers behind them as well um yeah honestly you're just trying to enjoy your morning coffee aren't you just a little bit of calamari some like little picky bits from greece and then and then (laughs) here they all are singing an abba song jumping on your table and when they all crowded they all crowded around that table (laughs) yeah with that old man on it that one man (laughs) like has anyone briefed him or is this a surprise because i feel like this this man looks like he's of a maturer age i hope we've warned him this is going to (laughs) happen absolutely yeah <laughs> i thought it was really good though i um i was worried going into this tv show that they weren't going to embrace the absurdity of mamma mia because mamma mia is absurd like the way that that show shoehorns songs in the way the story really makes no sense um and the fact that it's abba it's absurd which is why it's amazing Excuse me you wash your mouth out with soap <laughs> no i love it i love mamma mia because of all of those things you just you just what what you say? Right. <laughs> no, honestly, it is one of my favorite. It's my favorite film, and it's one of my favorite musicals. But like, there are moments where they're like, "Oh, I really wish I could afford to do up the hotel. If only I had some money, money." Like, it's very that. It's very shoehorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And of so course. I like that these group performances are embracing that level of stupid. Yeah. No. Definitely, I agree. And it is. It is a silly. Like it is. Like musical theatre is in itself like cheesy and nah like it like that's just what we like it so like just just do it just do the dancing routine around in a cafe you know scare the old man (laughs) just just kill the greek uh, elderly men and have a good time yeah very yeah um and then we get told that it's sophie week not sky week thank god because honestly I find boys so boring. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to see boys singing. I just don't enjoy seeing boys sing nearly as much as I like seeing girls perform. And also so with um Thank goodness it, thank goodness we have Sophie Week to talk about. And also with with a Mamma Mia as well. Like I know they're technically two leads, but like Sky's really not in Mamma Mia that much. Sky's not <laughs> a part. He's not he, he's in maybe four scenes. When I, my friend who was Sky, like we'd be like on and off stage and then like my friend who was Sophie, like it's exhausting. It's she. It's such a long show for for Sophie and the Donna. And like my my friend who was Sky would be on his phone in the in like backstage, and then like we'd all be doing numbers and like on and off. And then he'd come like dressed for the finale, and we'd still have like that another twenty minutes or something. And he'd be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're actually just doing a show, but like you just relax." That is exactly what like, it is, though. He's just not in it at all. Does he have any songs? He's just not a part. No. He does half of me. Just me. He's just not a part. <laughs> um, he, uh, he does Mail Your Love on Me. And that's that's it. his only song. Like it's quite it. a rigorous audition process then for those boys for what is quite a small part, actually. <laughs> it would have been so fun if they'd done Find a Sophie and Find... And a Donna. A Donna. That would have been so great. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. I would have loved that. Although I think I'd have been sad because the Donners would have been my age and I would be stressed by that. You know, like remember the X Factor overs and they were 27 right. over and now you're like, now oh. I'm solidly mid 30s. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Look at these old, <laughs> decrepit yeah. contestants. Yeah. I think I'd be looking at the Donners like, why is she a year younger than me? What's what's happening here? Um, yeah. Okay, so it's Sophie Week. Lovely. Absolutely thrilled. We get a message from Amanda Seafried. Which I love that the I hadn't really thought about the fact that the film actors might pop up in this show. I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of, but it's I'm a little bit confused. Not confused, but I mean, obviously, maybe I'm coming from it 
with a musical theatre head. They are leaning into the film moviness of it quite a lot, and it's not for a movie role. So I'm, I'm a bit like, I, I obviously literally love Please Amanda Say Something, um, but it's not, so that, and like when they did the acting challenge like on screen, it was a bit like, I don't, we're not, that's not what the end result is going to be. Like screen acting is different to stage acting. Yeah, that is true. So that is, um, yeah. So I find, but then I know that, I know that the film obviously accesses so many, there's such a huge audience and the show, you know, can so, or does. So I understand why they're, you know, doing that. But what was, what was good about the old the format is that it was all theatre, theatre, theatre. And they went, they went to the theatre in London and they, you know, had, you know, Denise Van Outen come in and they had like, you know what I mean? They had like theatre people come in. Whereas like having so much um, leaning on the film, it's a little bit of a contradiction for me, but I am a geek for me. in these realms of TV shows. I, I do agree with you, except if they bring Pierce Brosnan in to do a vocal workshop, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm suddenly Fine. back. I'm yeah. suddenly back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bring christina uh baranski yes. like bring please. her bring share i'd quite like colin firth he's fun like i i would like yeah. all of these things <laughs> yeah totally also yes. rumor has it that well it's not really a rumor i know it's true that um the sophie and the sky who are currently a mamma mia do a workshop and the donna who's gonna be their donna also goes over and does a workshop so i think we have got people from the show coming oh great so yeah i think there's theater coming but i do see what you mean but i guess it brings in a, you're right a broader public audience and we have to play to the the masses yeah and then and they are doing it on yeah oh that was it like um zoe was like oh they're doing a workshop recreating you know one of the most iconic scenes in the film and I was like, oh, but we're not... We're not making the film. But we're not going to recreate the film. But, yeah, we're not making a film. But that is just no. me being a man. I, like so. um, I like the purity that you're bringing to Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream on ITV. Like, yeah. I think that's... that's... I, this is, you picked... <laughs> I literally was thinking the other day, I was like, I am going to be so... I don't know if Rich is prepared for, like, how impassioned I'm going to be about this I'm TV into it, show. I'm into it. Um... I feel like I'm at the only thing I had to write down about Amanda is she doesn't really say anything. She's like, good luck. Be Sophie. She she doesn't really say anything. And she's, she's definitely like, you know, just buy some wall in her house. Yeah. She buy a wall in her house. Amanda, please. We need to see the 30 second video. Um, But fab. I mean, I can't really come for her on that because I'm sat in a car talking to you right now. So I feel like I can't really. (laughs) Hey, wait. We're getting it done. The content is getting done. Content is being made one way or the other. Um, Okay, so let's talk about that immersive workshop, as they call it, where they have to act out a scene. So, yeah, they're doing the dot, dot, dot scene, which is in the movie and is also in the musical, but in a slightly different format. They're not on a, they're not sat on a rock. Yes, it's definitely in the musical. Um, Yeah. Samantha and Amber are putting in the legwork and playing the two friends again, while Jesse and Alan do nothing. Just yeah, sit and have a sit and have a tea. That is so wild though to be doing it with Sam and like, Amber. How intimidating to be like these are the people, two of the people who are, at least in theory, deciding who goes home, and yet I've got to act with them. Yeah, and just superstars. Yeah. Like I think if I was just sat next to Amber Riley, I'd be like, hey, yeah, well. I'd be like, can you just sing, sing Dreamgirls to me? That's all I want. Like I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's this is a really odd segment, I think, because. 
It's quite short, mm. but as we find out later, it's massively impactful as to who they decide goes home. So we don't see a lot of like, right. we don't see yeah. any of the, how long, like the preparation, they don't get, we don't see like their, the process or like, any, it's just kind of jump in. We get 10 seconds of each of them. And then as we, as we find out, it kind of seals somebody's fate. So it felt like, I don't know, a lot. Um, mixed, mixed bag of acting. Uh, I would say. Mixed bag of acting and I think a pretty high ask to just be just do, to do it with Sam and Amber like I feel they could have you know done it in groups of three um, with each other or something I feel that just would have gotten because I feel also Sam and Amber like and that's not it's not a, a bad you know they just sort of, they they were acting but like it wasn't super high energy I don't think I don't think energy was bouncing off the mm. three of them. I think obviously Sam and Amber were like kind of observing one person act really. Um, and I think if if they'd had yeah, I think it would have been a bit um, a, uh, more enjoyable for the contestants to do it with each other maybe. But yeah, I see that. You know, hey, that. we're just doing the unofficial recap podcast. What do we Listen, know? nobody asked me. No one. So I'm just... <laughs> nobody asked me. And certainly nobody asked me. So the fuck do we know? Um... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they were good. I thought um, I thought Maisie was great. Yes. And I thought Esme was great. I thought Esme was really good. Esme um... was big. It was a big performance. But it's musical theatre, so that's okay. But it was, it was a lot. Musical theatre... The people who paid £30 at the back of the balcony are going to need That's to see that. Express as me. You know play I mean? to the backs. That is true. She's got to play to the back. They were all... Uh, the, the, only one, the only one really that I thought... Well, no, two really struggled. Desmonda struggled with delivery. Like, it was quite flat. And then Maddie just didn't yeah. know the lines. And it was sad, but she didn't. No. And I don't... Yeah. I, don't I wonder, though, in the edit... Because they edit her saying line a lot or basically for every single line like did she yeah. actually and maybe a lot of them said yeah line. Like, you wonder don't you i'm I, i'm listen i'm not accusing reality tv producers of uh <laughs> manufacturing storyline just to be clear about that but <laughs> none of this none of yeah rich none of this is real it, everything has been yeah, produced right. everything is edited. Oh, interesting it's not live huh interesting but, but then also jesse my my queen mm. did say I've never seen someone on a West End stage ask for a line, and I was like, of course <laughs> not. Like she's literally just gotten this script. When you get when you get sides in a rehearsal in an audition, you get given sides, and they say, can you go outside, learn these, and come back in in ten minutes? Like it's it's actually like it's horrible. So you're like trembling. You're like trying to look down. You're trying to like learn, know the lines. You're trying to like act. Like it's so stressful. And like obviously by the time we have done rehearsals and I'm on the West End stage. I won't say line. <laughs> so I was like, Jesse, Jesse, that was a silly comment. I adore you. Yeah. But that was a really annoying comment that you made because obviously Maddie wouldn't, wouldn't say line that. when she's yeah, in the Yeah, and show. also it's not really a, it's not that indicative of how good she is at the acting side of being in a musical show because as you say, like you'd get longer to learn Totally. It. Like, it's more, the delivery is more important. And I won't be acting. Amber Riley and Samantha yeah. Barks on TV. Yeah, yeah. But of that, whatever. But like you know, but um, I suppose I need storyline. So fair. Yeah, and Desmond struggled. She as did well. struggle, and I, I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised by that because I don't think this is mean. But she's not like of of all of them, she's probably the most like low key personality. She seems great, but like she's not the loudest one in the room. 
So in a right, she seems in a yeah, more yeah. stressful situation where you're like, hey, do you want to go and sit next to two West End leading ladies and act with everyone staring at you in a load of cameras? Like she probably is going to be the one that's more like a bit flat because that's really intense. Totally. So, you know, I felt for her. Yeah. It's just it's such an intimidating situation. But yeah. yeah. Very good. Good or generally good, but interesting choice. Obviously, Leah Leah crushes it because she's a queen and I love her. Leah. You I love Leah. Her. Leah's great. She yeah. does very well. Yeah, she was really, really um, good. Then we move into the performances and we're doing solos, which thank God, because I've been gagging for a solo love performance it. from this show. And we're doing pop songs for the most part, which again... My my favourite, favourite thing in the world is singing a pop song in the style of musical theatre. Like, nothing makes me happier. Yeah, it's really, really, really special. I think people who've been on these shows say it's actually very, very triggering and quite stressful <laughs> to do. And they don't like it, but yeah. I love it. So I, I thank them for their service. Oh, we love it, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, if you were going to do your first solo performance on Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream, what song Ooh. are you coming out the gate with? Something I like to sing is World of Our Own by Westlife. Okay. That's, that's one of my, audi- or was one of, well, it was one of my audition songs because it's just like. I'm trying to hear it. Um, it's just like, up, it, we got a little word of I'll our own. I'll tell you things I'll tell no you things and yeah, no yeah, one yeah. It's just a crowd pleaser, crowd pleaser. I also used to sing um, Teenage Dream, but in the, in the, in the Glee, like, <laughs> format. You think you, so that's like, got a good beat, up, like, yeah. I'm not a serious performer, as I'm sure you could probably grasp. So, like, I would be so uncomfortable doing, like, something sad yeah. or, like, um, like lovely. So, poppy, upbeat, smiley. Mm. But um, I think... Is what you get that, from me. But the thing about the first... Well, the British public generally respond to ballads. Like, if we look back at, like, an X Factor or whatever, like, they love when oh. someone does per- oh, a purple goodness. rain, but in a very dramatic well, way. Have, they love it. Yeah, but have we... But have we been fed that? Have we been told by the producers that we like oh. Purple Rain and My Heart Will Go On and all this stuff? I do love those songs, to be fair. But that's just well, we do. Mm. I know yeah. what you mean. And actually, Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop finding. I'll stop finding the the curtain. But I'll stop going behind the curtain. I'll, let's just talk. Absolutely nicely. drag them. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Drag those producers. No. Um, you're right though, because if I look back. I always rooted for the ones who did the upbeat numbers. Like no one was coming for no one was standing Misha B like I was. And she was always doing oh, big performances. Absolute icon. Right? And she didn't do ballads for the most part. So yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe we've been told no. that we want the Celine Dion covers. A ballad equals winner. Yeah, yeah. Um talking of ballads, we start with Desmonda. She beautiful voice. Oh my god, what a voice! Absolutely incredible. Yeah, she does. Um, I'll never love again. And also, her story of she wants to be the first Indonesian woman to be a West End leading lady. Go and do it, Desmonda. Please do that. That's amazing. Uh, Please, yeah, that is such an amazing story. And um, it's uh, 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 terrible that it's taken so long. Um, and um, yeah, super inspirational story, and her voice was yep. next level. It was just, it was just perfect. It's, uh, yeah. it's the sort of voice that you can see. I can see the sort of roles that she'll probably end up doing in Western shows. Like I can see her doing like, yeah. I can see her being like a Vita or someone who does like big, 
sing yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 Les is um, Amazing song. I love that she serenades a homosexual man during it because... I know. The lyrical solo was beautiful. A spectacular dancer yeah, as well. Man. Um, but if you're going to yeah. sing a Gaga song on a Greek island for Mamma Mia, you probably are going to sing it at gay people, aren't you? So... I guess maybe it's the right choice. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, her singing is amazing. The judges have literally no notes. Uh, they just don't say no. anything. They're just like, it's really good. We love it. Well done. Do you think the judges have been told? Because we're in we're in a new world of reality TV and whatever. Do you think the positivity is the brief? As opposed to, um, like, X Factor Yeah, comments. I feel like if you look back at the older, the, like, Find Me a Dorothy, like, they were brutal to them and I, I don't want to go back there but like oh, were yeah, they? some of them um were um so mean i can definitely see uh that yeah in in where where we are culturally and and um like as, as, as society has moved on just seeing someone get completely ripped to shreds on tv is that not really what we're here for um and definitely i guess hopefully taking into account you know their age and you know their experience and who they are, the contestants. Um, I also think that the judges don't, and this might be... Oh, I said um, something good's about to come out of your mouth. This might be an observation. I don't think these judges have... I, I don't get the sense that they they have a big ego. And I think it's nice because you hear such... Uh, you know, it's, it's a tough business. And there is a version of this show where one of the judges maybe is more of a, like, a West End... Um, like legend or whatever who had to work very hard and go through some awful things who then carries a bit of like well i had to deal with it so you do so i think it's nice that they are like they're a bit older they're all in their like 30s and and they're rooting for them yeah and that old that old school kind of this is how it is done isn't that that we've moved on from that or we're definitely transitioning out of that of the old school way of like you know I'll like in ballet, like I'll like have a ruler and smack your knees because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how we did it in the fifties. Like we did the bit that in the nineties and the early aughts, and that now we're yeah, not doing that. We don't think. I mean, not that was like a random example. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, but they have literally got no notes for her, which is fair because it was amazing. Um, then we have Stephanie. Uh, she has she sings flash dance. I have to start this conversation by telling you that I hate this song i it it does something to me and i don't know why because i should it's all the ingredients of things i should love but it doesn't something about it just no um yeah what are your thoughts on flash dance um i thought it was um good good like very good i feel um whereas desmonda i think is 20 she said but she performed above her years like you know she the the performance was i thought incredibly like mature i feel you could tell that stephanie was 20 like 2022 20, which she is so that's fine but i feel in contrast you were like oh okay this is just a different yeah. um energy um and i actually loved stephanie last week yep i thought she was amazing last week and i liked her in the acting and then i just thought this wasn't as knockout as she had been again i think i think the song is fine i feel like it's tough to do like i'll never love again and then and then try and compare that to someone singing flash dance like if they were all if they all did upbeat pop songs you'd be able to read like that was the best one but like when you get like different styles of songs and stuff it's like 
what a it win. is a bit tricky and but... i think that's why what i was saying earlier with like where the british public generally responds to ballads is because we can sort of recognize the talent in a voice like when you hear desmond sing a ballad you can hear like I don't know anything about vo- like vocal training and vocal technique, but I can hear it's amazing. Whereas like probably what Stephanie did, well, definitely what Stephanie did is she's very talented, but like we don't know as an audience, like how to recognize great dancing how hard and that acting is. and choreo and stuff. Well, we don't know. Dancing and singing at the same yeah, time. Breath control and all that stuff. Like we yeah. don't know about that. So it's easier to be like, oh, she sings like Lady Gaga, amazing. Um, so I think that was a hard song. Yeah. Whereas Stephanie's, yeah, she sang and danced and she, the vocal was great brilliant so that's and that's that's really really hard to do at the same time but exactly you don't it doesn't it doesn't pull on the heartstrings the way lady gaga does and then again the judges have no notes they're like it's great it's great i feel like they're a bit more tentative with their it's great but that was a they don't say that but i read between the lines like they're not as enthused maybe no and i think i think it wasn't as it wasn't it wasn't you didn't you didn't get a knockout you didn't get a real sense of who um she is or, or, or get, yeah. But then she's, but then that's fine. Yeah. It will come. I agree. I, agree. I think she did enough to like definitely survive. Um, then we have Leah. My favorite thing about Leah's VT is that she's like, oh, I've never even been to London. I'm like, you're auditioning to be a West End lead. Yeah. And you've never been to London. I love that. I know. I love her, I love her so much. Yeah. Um, and then she talks about something. And I wondered if she's ever was going to talk about this because she has no obligation to. But she talks about being plus sized in this space and in this industry and worrying mm-hmm. that like uh, that that will hold her back, which is interesting because yeah. they're, they're of the seven Sophies, a lot of them, most of them don't look like the Sophie that the general public have in their head. Like we think of Amanda Seyfried and most of them look different to that. So it'll be interesting to see. It would have been interesting to see it had it been a public vote, but I guess coming down to the final, when it is a public vote, like, can people see somebody else doing Sophie? Because there's no reason that Leah can't be Sophie. Mm. Um, but it, it is a conundrum no. when, the, when the shows are casting characters that we already have in our minds. Um, you'd hope yeah. people can see beyond Amanda Seyfried, but like, it's an interesting thing for Leah and some of the others for various reasons to have to uh, contend with. Absolutely. And um, I, you know, there is a very, very slow grinding change happening in musical theatre where different people who look different are being cast in, um, you know, roles that they haven't been historically, which is so amazing to see. I feel it's a very, very slow, slow process. Um, And it's also what's tricky with musicals, and it doesn't have to be so tricky, is that um, casting people want to slot new cast members into quite rigid jigsaw pieces. Um, you know, people walk into an audition and you go, oh, so-and-so's leaving and that person looks like them. I wonder if they can sing. Brilliant. They'll fit in their costumes and they'll just slot in and we don't have to have this whole upheaval. What would be lovely is that Mamma Mia has been going for, you know, 20 years. Did it say 20 years? Longer, or longer um and and it has been very 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 it has looked the same in every way but particularly a lot of the cast have all looked the same for the entirety of the mm. show's life and it would be such an amazing statement and it would be so fresh and so exciting to think outside yeah. think differently when you when when it gets cast um so yeah i think that is really yeah you're right like it is a very slow um 
slow moving thing, particularly in the West End or theatre generally, like it seems maybe slower than in film and TV, where like it's not that long ago if Leah wanted to be in the West End, if Hairspray wasn't on, she's not in it. If Desmonda wants to be in the West End, if Miss Saigon is not on, she's not in it. Like that's that is very a thing that yeah. a lot of people um, a lot of Western actors have talked about. Like, I am, I can only play a very small thing because people won't see me elsewhere. So it's great that shows like this are trying to, yeah. I guess, push forward the notion that, like, no, everyone, everyone can play everything. Like, just think about it differently. I like that a lot. I really, really hope that there is um, a, a, a fresh, you know, opportunity at the end me of this too. show. Me too. So we're going to lobby for no. <laughs> um, Leah, <laughs> Leah, come on! I'm honestly though, I love her. But then also her voice is cracking and her ac- her um her acting's yeah, brilliant. As well. And she's a really cool like so... she's a cool find for one of these shows. Like she's she's uh fresh, she's brand new. Love her tattoos. Yeah. She's interesting and different to And like Sophie would have Sophie would have tattoos. Like she's you know, this island Greek girl, you know, girl, you know, she goes off traveling at the end. She's like quite a free spirit. She would have like tattoos and she would be, you know, edgy. Yeah, she would. And like her mum is Donna, who's this like free spirit, like ran away, had a baby with loads of men, all that stuff. Like she was a very wild woman. So like her daughter would be too. Um Leah sings Somebody to Love, big song. Big, big, big song. I think it's really great. I think her voice is amazing. That final note, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm glad she hit that final note because the rest, all the way through, I was like, oh, this is really good, but like, I want it to go somewhere. And then she hit that final note, and I was like, okay, yeah. great, Leah's Leah's done that. Yeah, she was fabulous. It was brilliant. And the judges say she's a star, which she is. And again, she she no notes. <laughs> they love it. No notes. Wow. Must must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> and then we get Esme. She tells us she's had, mm-hmm. she has about a hundred different jobs currently in coffee shops and in doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, and is trying to be a West End star. Um, she, it's also mm-hmm. the second time she's talked about being five 5'11", I think it is. Yeah, which is tall. So I didn't know, I was talking to Jess about this last week. I didn't really know that being that tall would be a massive hindrance, particularly when you look like Esme, who literally looks like Sophie, really but she's tall. I had no idea that that was such a difficult, um, like that, that it was the, the casting restrictions were that tight that even like being taller than five, nine is a problem, you know? Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. It's, um, you know, if you, if you don't fit into a very, very restricted uh, image of what, you know, shows want or what they're used to, then it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it can be very, like clean cut like that and it's a real shame because show musicals are money they're just they're money it's a business um and it's easier to just slot slot someone in who just is a cog that just fits in and we don't have to you know if if you know because if you have a tall sophie then they'll be like oh well let's get a taller sky especially for something like mamma mia because it's such an established show and like there are definitely shows in the west end right now like six is a good example from the bat they were like this is six women who all look very different like they don't most of them look like what henry VIII's wives would look like we don't care that's not what this is so any woman really i would hope could go into that show whereas mamma mia is is a is a very established show and it's also a very mainstream show like it's it's very mainstream middle you know yeah you know every household it is a business as you say and 
because it's a very mainstream show it's people coming to the theatre who maybe a lot of the time don't go to the theatre very often they're maybe not like massive theatre fans they kind of they are expecting to get what they think they're going to get um and so it is a something of a gamble i suppose from the producers to go in a very different way i think it's a gamble they should absolutely take because i think yeah would accept any sophie i'd hope anyway yeah on esme she sings uh just a girl by no doubt which i think mm-hmm. is a real left field choice i love it but i was like oh yeah see again that's quite an interesting choice and i loved it i thought it was a great performance and a great song choice i love that song but then to give i feel like it's quite a tricky it's like a, a tough song to give her when you've just given like a, you know an amazing ballad to Desmonda and you get like we're not all yeah if we were all doing kind of rocky edgy songs then that's great but it's tough so it's tough to it's tough to potentially go home on something that's like a bit left field if you've been given this song choice but she did I thought it was great I did too I liked the little like she's in the villa and then she walks out and she's sort of mm. doing a lot of choreo and prop work lovely um I thought it was great she's got really good stage presence I wrote she she's does got a role commanding presence um again judges no notes <laughs> just love it no they notes. love it they love everything no no yes yeah. i think it's um, almost stressful enough that somebody's going home they don't need to and also i think yeah. all these performances are good like i think they are but yeah they are apart from, apart from where you know a couple of people stumble like the the the, the bulk of the, the there's five of them that do great without anything to yeah. really note them on too much. I'm sure that, that if you're a, a vocal coach or a choreographer or something, you could really nitpick at it. But like, this is an ITV tea time show. Like, I don't notice things. Yeah. I think it, they all they all seem amazing so far. Next we have Stevie. Mm. And Stevie struggles. And I was sad. So Stevie sings Trustful by Pink, which is a very new song as well, relatively. Um, and she just misses a note, a big note. Mm. And... That must be really, really. She does. I think she recovers really well. She does, but that must be really hard to come back from. It's uh, awful when that happens. Um, and I think, I mean, it's just such a highly pressured situation. And she's, I think, is she like fourth after, or fifth? Oh, no, fourth yeah, after like fourth. three great performances. Also, I think it. I think it must be really windy and probably really cold by now when the lights go when it, the sun goes down. Um, yeah. And there's a lot to think about. Again, she's given a dance routine, which others haven't been you know, dancers, which is like an added thing. Like, you know, Esme just had, Esme didn't have, doesn't have other people on stage distracting her. Whereas Stevie's got, you know, she's doing lifts and she's doing yeah, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Um, but I think, I think Stevie has a very, very Sophie energy more so than I think most, if not all the contestants and knowing people mm-hmm. that get cast in Mamma Mia. Um, I think she's got a very Mamma Mia energy about her. I can, yeah, I can see that. Her look, her look is very Mamma Mia. Um, going on historically, the casting of Mamma Mia. So I think, I thought she might, I was I was a bit like, oh, is she going to go home? But I think because she hasn't. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll get there on who goes home. But it feels like she's really, the, at, this, at this stage, what's she fourth? She's really the only one where, like, there's an obvious... Yeah. mistake or a misstep um and the judges call that out so like the first one really where she gets they're still really kind but there's there is more critique there's more yeah. questions like were you really nervous what happened like it, it wasn't great um i guess they had to because that was the that was the performance and it's not something you could hide um 
but they're still kind to her and then she does a really heartbreaking vt when she talks about it it's like oh i feel for you yeah and then maddie maddie is so interesting they throw back to her acting and Mm. that she struggled and i thought okay knowing reality tv a lot we're either going to get redemption storyline or she's going to really struggle with the singing as well and it'll be a goodbye storyline yeah um what did you think about her performance? Um, I thought her voice was one of my favourites of the seven, especially in the last like 30 seconds of the song. I thought it was amazing. I do think, again, it's like a tough song to do really when someone else is doing like Les Mis and then someone else is doing like What a Feeling and then you're doing like, a you know, Burt Bacharach song. It's like a different gear change com- comparing. Um, yeah. I do think, I do think she sounded beautiful. I do think she came across her age which she is i think it showed she was like slightly less experienced maybe than like um esme which she is like you can't just magic more command like commandment of say and and they are right she didn't it she did sing it like she was a pop singer as opposed to she did she didn't really act through 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 song i didn't really pick up on that when i was watching it but then when they say that i was like oh yeah i can I can see that. Yeah. Like she's she's not giving musical theatre. She's giving a great, great pop performance. I really enjoyed it though. I thought she was I, know. I thought she had a beautiful voice. I thought we were getting a redemption storyline. And then I thought so too. Ooh. Um and then finally we have uh Maisie, our Amdram mm. Queen. I don't know if I believe she says she hasn't done had any training. I don't know, but she says she's had nothing no, only done like regional Amdram in at Essex, I think she's Margate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that she's so I don't know about controlled. That, yeah, <laughs> I'm like but, how are um, you? Mm. But then you could. I feel you can tell that she. I feel it again. It was less emotive than Desmonda. So there's yeah, two yeah. big ballads, and there were some lovely moments in Maisie's. But I think maybe maybe actually she's proving that she maybe is. Oh yeah, hasn't been to training because it's a massive song, and I feel. Um, other people were more emotive but I thought she sang it beautifully. I thought it was a bit of a nod choice for a Sophie audition. It's just it's 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 like far away from the character of Sophie and far away from the energy of Sophie mm. um, but obviously it's for a TV show uh, obviously Chris it's for a TV show like we need like moments <laughs> like this but I feel there's ballads that are of for younger characters or more you know that's quite a, de- a heavy depressing song to have on a search for Sophie, but yeah, she was great. It, it, like I Dreamed a Dream is one of those songs, as we were saying earlier, that like the British public respond to. Like when it, exactly, like, yeah, it's Susan Boyle's world, and we're all just living in it. Like it's it's yeah. one of those, and which leads me to think that I think somebody might quite somebody up in the in the head office might quite want Maisie to win. It's a beautiful, it's a lovely story that like someone who's never had a a moment of training suddenly gets a West End part it's quite uh it's kind of Cinderella-y and that fits yeah. nicely with the kind of narrative of these shows and she's a very good singer and I guess she's very moldable probably because she's very inexperienced yeah I, I could see why they'd want her to win um, yeah and giving her this song certainly sets her up at least in the public's eye is like okay she can sing because again like we yeah. don't recognize any I don't the maturity in the performance isn't something that general public notice. We just think, wow, she sang that song really well. So yeah, yeah, she was very good. She was very good. Someone is going home today, and we mm-hmm. were going to find out 
how they get sent home. And when I tell you, I have been waiting for this for months. <laughs> months yeah. I've been speculating. And then nothing. Jess thought they would get floated away in a boat. Nice. I wondered if they'd maybe get put in dungarees, but then have to like fall through the roof like Meryl does in the movie or something. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. We are. Nothing. They play a little moment of the judges will decide from the winner takes it all. Lovely little touch. I feel oh, like. I love those. The, the 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 piano covers are beautiful. Yeah, really well done. Really well put together. They have a big little chat at the table. Judy comes over to probably tell them what to do. Loki. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, Maddie goes home. Yeah. I would. I did not see that coming. I really didn't. No, I thought Stevie might go home um but then i think i don't know she i can't remember her acting challenge um maddie's acting challenge was obviously one of the weakest um and yeah it's a shame because i thought her voice was really really beautiful and she's so she's clearly like so likable and warm and that the musical director was like i just love her uh, or the musical supervisor um so yeah, it's a real shame, and you could. I really felt uh, the the look on her face was like just so um, disappointed, like so gutted, wasn't she? Um, I feel yeah. like they were surprised. I think maybe they didn't. I I mean, as a viewer, I didn't think they put that much stock into the acting challenge. I thought that was just a bit of like fun at the beginning, and right. I guess because no one's really had no one's had any critiques except Stevie. So yeah, you're led to believe that's what's going to happen. And but I am glad that they're focusing on acting as well, though, because it is a ma- it is a massive role. You know, like Sophie's on stage and she has scenes with every single character almost all the way through. So you you do need someone who's every. But then I also think the acting challenge wasn't really fair. So like, it's, um, <laughs> but they did also critique she... her acting in the song. So yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, yeah, then the elimination is just they hug and it fades to black, which is... I know. They're not all dressed like different coloured Sophies, are they? Which is such a shame. They've just lacked the uh, the drama at the end. that, that campness <laughs> of the end, yeah. She could sing, one of us is lonely. <laughs> yes! One of us is lonely. <laughs> Waiting for a co- Yeah, that would be... Yeah. There's so... Yeah, I... I I feel like I've sat through nearly three hours of this show now, waiting for that moment, and then it just fades to black. And I was like, guys, guys, no, sorry. Um, Jessie Ware's there. She could do something. Bring it back. Bring it back. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, not not to worry. It was very nice. It was a very lovely show. And I was surprised by who went home, but mm. I think everyone did very well and showed themselves well. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, And that's the end of the episode. Before I let you go, though, if you were to choose who you think is going to be... I guess top two because of the public vote in the end. Like, who do you think oh, is getting into the grand final? Yeah, so the grand final is on the stage in the theatre and then oh, wow. we vote. Who do I think or who do I want? Oh, both. Get messy. <laughs> I think it would be Maisie and Stevie. Mm, interesting. Who do you want? I would like it to be Esme and Leah. I, I can see what you mean. I would like it to be Desmonda and Leah. And then I would be literal sophie's choice trying to pick between them yeah yeah i hope they do something with that because that's also meryl like this is all coming together yeah oh my god very good (laughs) so stupid so stupid um chris thank you so much for joining me to talk through the stupidest tv show on 
you're welcome. I literally love it. I don't know if I'm going to watch the Sky episode, honestly, but I will be. <laughs> if you need someone to talk about Sophie in a couple of weeks' time, I will be back. See you on episodes four and six. <laughs> yeah. Um, before you go, where can people find you? What you're doing? Where Where can people see you live? All that good stuff. Um, you can follow me at uh, Christopher Hall with an X instead of the I um, on TikTok and Instagram. Um, if you're in Manchester, um, we've got um, my queer night that I run with uh, my friend Mark Biddlestone, LGBT he he, and that's on the 8th of November. And we've got a Christmas charity special on the 13th of December in Clapham. Um, and then all my like live dates and everything are up there. Lovely. I'm going to come and see you. Please do. That'd be very fun. Um, Chris, thank you so much. And to everybody listening, I will see you next week for uh, Sky Week. Can't wait. Yet another episode. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.